It's not always fun and games for first responders. Zero five central, you show me in pursuit. But sometimes it is. Oh my God, he's not wearing pants again. Sometimes it's dangerous. Flipping around, look out, look out, look out. Sometimes it's not. Antler Boulevard for a snake in a house. And sometimes it's just plain stupid. Chihuahua in his lap on a lawnmower. This is the stupid side of first response. Do I really have to go to that? This is code 0.5. Hey guys, Jason again with my co-host Rich, and we're in Victory Brand Studios. Yes, we are. <laughs> I like how I'll talk sometimes, and I'll look at you, and you're like, uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> yeah, I've noticed I kind of got to get you going. Then when I get you going, then I'm like, all right, is he ever going to stop? Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> all right, then. See it's do. like when you get home and you see your wife and you're like, well, hey, babe, how was your date? And that's when he knew He's like, he yeah. effed up. <laughs> like, you're sitting over there and you're like, man, do I really want to pull the pin on that? <laughs> so here we go. And you know what? It, just you know, a couple of days ago was Valentine's Day. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, what'd you get your wife for Valentine's Day? I was just about to ask you what you what you had going on. I found this thing. Uh, I can't remember the website, but you, I saw it on like some social media thing. Uh, she'll take the box and when she lifts the lid and it opens up, it like explodes and like, it'll shoot these little paper butterflies everywhere. Nice. And it's got like some little trinkets inside of it, but then it sent her a, a, a red velvet cake. Okay. It's got chocolate on it or whatever. Yeah. Cause I know the, the guy, the last guy you sent something to. Oh uh, yeah. I thought you had something <laughs> special lined out for him. It was a <laughs> chocolate phallic shaped object. Oh no, I didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I set that to her. Nice. And at work. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Sucker's going to blow up in her office. Oh, great. Yeah. I think it's like spring loaded and it throws them up in the air. And she's been giving me hell because she's like, so I noticed you haven't asked me to be your Valentine yet. And I'm like, oh my God. So that's what I had him write on the card was we be my Valentine. (laughs) (laughs) Heck yeah. Mm. But, uh, did uh, we had we didn't tell anybody about the gift we sent to an old friend, did we? No, no, we didn't. Okay, I'll tell y'all. There's this website called Beersy.com. It's B E E R, like the adult beverage beer. Then S Y dot com. They will send out these packages to people for you, and it's like it's cheap. It's like ten bucks or something, and. It's just an empty package, or you can get, like, koozies or whatever that have, like, you know, cool sayings. Like, they'll have, like, what is it, hashtag FBJ or whatever, yeah. or FJB, whatever. Yeah. And, you know, they're just, they're kind of cool koozies that they sell. But the package that you can you can order it, and then it will say something like, I mean, I can't remember all of them. The package that I got had a, a picture of a hand holding up like it was measuring something real small and it said micro penis support club yes <laughs> so i sent it to a guy that has been in, in law enforcement for years and uh i paid like an extra five bucks 
to have it set up to where he has to sign for it. Yeah, he sent it certified. <laughs> so I get this uh, notification on my phone saying that your package was delivered and it was signed for by and blah, 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 and has his name. Well, a few days go by and I haven't heard anything. So I'm like, okay, this is this is cool. He either hasn't figured it out or he knows who did it and he's plotting on me. So then, you know, now I'm kind of getting scared. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, man, what the hell is this guy fixing to do? Silence is bad. In yeah. This case. <laughs> Silence is really bad in this case. Well, I, I guess he didn't know because we were asking his son and he was like, no, he hasn't said nothing about it or anything. Yeah. And then finally I saw one of his co-workers and I mentioned something to him. I was like, hey, has he mentioned anything about getting a package in the mail? He's like, no, why? So I showed it to him, then I'd sent it, and he was like, oh, holy crap, that's hilarious. And then it was like later that evening, I get a text message from him that says, hey, F you. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. But yeah, y'all have to look at that website. It's freaking great. That package I sent to him, and uh, when he had to sign for it, I guess he said that he looked at the postal carrier or whoever, and he was like, is this for real? <laughs> <laughs> and then he, he was like, the postal carrier was like, hey, I just deliver the mail. Yeah. <laughs> so he signed for it, and he said he laughed. He thought it was kind of funny, but he didn't have any idea who the hell sent it to him. Yeah, it was freaking, it was awesome. <laughs> we sat around waiting. Yeah, there's another package I'm going to send to somebody else, but uh, I think it, the chocolate one. Oh, yeah? Oh, it's going to be a great one. Yeah. <laughs> So I guess since this is going to be post Valentine's Day, we can talk about uh, I don't know our our lovey dovey stuff. Yeah, about how we're being so nice to people. Yeah, kind of like uh, I got a call about brotherly love. Oh, did you? I guess this dad is uh, he's got two boys, and they're I don't know they're pretty close in age, but they're like I don't know thirteen and eleven mm-hmm. say, and. Uh, he was telling me that for like the last couple of years, it's been getting worse and worse. They're, they're fighting and all this stuff. Well, <laughs> that morning he called in and said, Hey, I think I might need a deputy. I don't know. And they're like, well, what do you mean? He said, well, they're arguing and they're fighting and I don't, and I'm not sure it might get worse. And they're like, okay. And he goes, well, never mind. I'll just call back. Mm-hmm. Well, lo and behold, he calls back. Okay. The, I guess the older one, punched the younger one in the nose damn and dad is just at his wits end he's like i just can't deal with this stuff anymore and i get there and i figure out the older brother's kind of an a-hole really yeah and i'm like imagine that yeah i guess some older kids are kind of jerks Mm. ask my little brother (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i was talking to him and i tried to talk to older kid and i guess he just has a problem with authority and wouldn't talk to me Mm mm-hmm And I looked at this older kid, and I was like, you know, that's fine if you don't want to talk to me. I go, I think it's kind of cute how you little guys think you're all badasses and tough and ain't going to talk to the cops. But in reality, it doesn't bother me because that means I don't have to deal with you anymore. So thank you. (laughs) All you did was do me a favor. It's like, yeah, it's not not hurting my feelings. But it's one of those all he'd do is just shrug his shoulders, wouldn't answer me. Uh Oh, it's like, I don't care. I mean, and then if they do talk to me, I'll be like, hey, you know, what's going on, blah, 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 and try to figure out whatever it is. Just looking. You know, and that's, that's one of the things we ought to bring up 
And since we are so close to Valentine's Day, there are some people that had Valentine's. And then there's some people that didn't get something. So now they're like having to leave. The relationship is over. Yeah. So we should kind of touch on that deal because we get a lot of those calls of we broke up and she wants me out right now. Oh, and yeah. you know what I'm saying? So like it, it really is one of those deals. And like in any instance, if somebody has been together for any decent amount of time and it's, you know, it's common knowledge that that's where that person resides and they reside together, then it's, they have what is called established residency, which means you have to give that person, you know, either proper legal process, you know what I'm saying? Or reach an agreement with the other party to have them leave and make it be amicable, but you can't just kick somebody out right then and there because you decide to. Yeah. How many times do you hear it? You know, they, they break up and you get there. Well, how long have y'all been living together? Two years. Yep. Well, you just can't tell him to leave. This is his house too. Yeah. And then they'll say, well, he's not on the lease. He doesn't pay any of the bills here. That doesn't matter. No, nope. this is his home. Yep. And all that ticks them off. Mm-hmm. And then like, like, you know, there'll be the personal, you have one party that wants to just go. I'm just going to go. And like, can, can I get my stuff? And then the other party's being petty and they're like, no. It's like, look, he's leaving. Just let him get his stuff. Yeah. But then you get that guy that wants to take advantage of it, and he starts trying to load out the Xbox and the TV, and it's like, nah, bro, we ain't doing that. Y'all going to have to sort that out. Oh, my favorite one is like, uh, boyfriend and girlfriend live together. They break up. But since the, what is it? I don't know. Like, the boyfriend actually has the both vehicles in his name. Mm Mm-hmm. Or whatever, but the girlfriend's wanting to leave just to go cool off. And he's like, fine, just leave. But when she goes to get in one of the cars, he'll go, if she leaves in that car, I'm going to report a stolen. Yep. But you want her to go. Well, she can walk. Come on, dude. Mm -hmm. Give me a break. Yeah. Try to report her to stolen. And it's like, if you've ever given her permission before in the past to drive that vehicle, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then you'll go and talk to her and be like, has he ever given you permission to drive this before? And she'll be like, yes, I drive it every single day to work. Mm -hmm. Do you ask him permission every single day to drive this? Well, no, it's just common knowledge that I can drive the car. Mm -hmm. Okay. Thank you. She's not stealing it, dude. It's like, come on. She wants to get away from you. Just to cool off and then come back and readdress it. But you're being a, so damn petty that she can't, like, just leave. Yeah. Especially, like, in the rural areas where I'll be at. I'm like, dude, the closest place from here is, like, eight miles away. You just mm. want her to go walking down the road? What's her problem? Yeah. The the freaking other one I love is when they're, when they're two people that are on the, uh, how do you say that, lower end of the spectrum. And they, they get into, you know more crystal meditation type thing. Oh yeah. <laughs> when when they're together, they're together and it's ride or die. Yeah. They're they're together. But then once they separate, you get them coming back and forth. We'll have them all day long. One will come over here. Hey, she's doing this. She's doing that. <laughs> yeah. She's running around with this guy and that's where she gets this. Yeah. And then she'll come in and be like, if he comes in here trying to tell you anything, then that's just not true. But he does this and this and this. And if you go look, then there's this, you know what I'm saying? So like, they just start telling off on each other. And pretty soon it's like, well, you both were involved there. So. <laughs> yeah. If you're a user or a dealer, uh, don't get any uh, significant others. <laughs> yeah. Cause they will, they will sell you out <laughs> big time, big time, super huge. But yeah, yeah. Just the, if you can, if you can work things out amicably and like, you know, just let the other party go on their way, just let them go on their way. 
Wait till everybody cools <clears throat> off and then try to figure out how you're going to disperse the stuff that you two have collected since you've been together and, and just let it go. But if yep. it's done, it's done. You remember that list of stuff that you sent me where it says this is what you call the police for and this you mm-hmm. don't call the police for? Mm-hmm. We need to collaborate on that and come up with our own. Yes. And all the crazy stuff that people have called about asking us to come look at or whatever. Mm. Man, it's been we get so much stuff. We get and it's like I don't even get a chance sometimes to even write down the stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cuz it's just like really. But then something else will come up and it'll completely space me. Yeah, I'll forget about stuff and then like my wife will listen to the podcast. She's like, "Why don't you talk about yeah. this and that?" And I'm like, "Oh, holy crap, I forgot yep. all about it." Yep, got to go freaking make a voice note. Yeah. <laughs> But heck, I, before I do these, I ought to just call her and be like, hey, what's the dumb stuff that I've called and complained about? Yeah, I always ask Holly, like, what's Renix done recently that's stupid? <clears throat> yeah, like. You want uh, just today's or you want last week's? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you guys were limiting your episodes to like 25 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Yeah, like I'll send her a text message and be like, you know, screw today. I'm tired of dealing with it. Mm. Oh. Uh, I guess on, I can't remember how it happened. It was either on a post that this comment was made or it was made to me in person. But one of our listeners mm. is my grandma. Uh-oh. Have I told you this before? Uh, you did. And I felt like crap. She goes, I really enjoy listening to your podcast. And I was like, oh, really? I didn't know you listened. She's like, yeah. And when you guys say your dirty words, I'll I'll cover my ears and act like I don't hear it. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> sorry, Grandma. <laughs> yeah, so <clears throat> I need to make sure I tell Grandma, hey, it's not me, it's Rich. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> I think we collaborated on the word panty hamster. <laughs> <laughs> well, Grandma was telling you know all of the rest of the kids and everything mm-hmm. in the family. And we've got a bunch of new listeners down in Texas now. That's what's up. Yeah. So Texas. thanks grandma for <laughs> we gained helping us out. What was that movie's called? Grandma's boy or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot. Thanks grandma. We gained a bunch of new States too. Yeah. We were in like 41 of 40. What was that number? It's 41. I think I thought it was 41 of like 50. That's what I was thinking it was. I did it up the other day. Yeah, we went over it, and then we figured out that we're in uh, 15 countries now. Yes. Let's see. Prestige worldwide or whatever. We know it. Yeah, we are in 41 of 50 states in 15 different countries. So now what? Yeah, and all those different countries that listen to us, these people are probably thinking, God damn, what is wrong with America? Well, I hope my old friggin' history teacher is listening, because you said I'd never amount to nothing, and look at me. <laughs> now who's laughing? Yeah, we have, like, uh, people all over the world listening to what we have to say. Not that, you know, it's we're important. providing valuable information or anything. No. <laughs> um, What do you got? Oh, I was just thinking about my statute. What's your statute? My idiot criminal and all that kind of stuff. Uh, Ooh, that's a good one. Oh, yeah. We can do that on the next one. Because I was going to talk about an unattended motor vehicle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you know, technically, if 
you leave your car running, that it's illegal. If you're not in it, it's unattended. That's illegal. What do they call that when you, they call it something when you leave your car running in the morning to warm it up. Yeah, but it says here, it's, uh, once again, we're not attorneys, and this ain't legal advice for just reading from a statute, and this is in Oklahoma. <clears throat> it says, unattended motor vehicle, the person driving or in charge of a motor vehicle shall not permit it to stand unattended. It sounds weird when they say stand unattended, mm-hmm. but stand unattended without first stopping the engine and effectively setting the brake. And when standing upon any grade, turn the front wheels to the curb or the side of the highway. When is the last time you got out of your car and you set the brake? I'm going to take never for 500. (laughs) Yeah. I forget that thing's even there. Yeah, I forget all about. Now, like if I'm on an incline or a steep hill or something, I might do it. But like... That's going to be a no for me. Yeah, I hardly ever set that thing. I don't even know. They need to make that handle, you know, a little brighter. You know what I mean? So you know it's there, so you'll remember it's there. Yeah. I don't ever. Well, hell, and like all most of them nowadays are electronic. Yeah. You push a button and it does it. Huh. But like, so if I'm in charge of that motor vehicle and I use the remote start on it and it's running unattended, I'm basically, I'm wrong. Yeah, And I understand this. I get where they're getting at because when the wintertime hits, how often are we taking vehicles for or vehicles, taking reports for stolen vehicles, mm-hmm. especially if it's an older one and people go out and they start their car to warm it up and then go back in the house and then they come back out and their car's gone. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, all the time. You know, usually with stolen cars, you get a stolen gun, especially around here. A stolen gun with no serial numbers on it because they don't save the box or any paperwork or anything. Yeah. Oh, uh, I had a gun in the truck, too. Uh, do what? <laughs> yeah. What the, What kind was it? I think it was a Glock. It's like, I really hope they don't use that in the commission of a crime. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, if you start your car and you leave it running unattended, mm. you're wrong. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, I don't think anybody's going to come after you and hunt you down and lock you up for the rest of your life for it. But That'd just add insult to injury if you had started your car to let it warm up and then it gets stolen. <laughs> Could you imagine, though? Writing so a ticket for... You get to the house and then you, like, write them a citation or whatever or take them to jail. It's like, oh. you shouldn't have done that in the first place. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, you wouldn't be wrong, but come on. That'd go over like a lead freaking balloon. <laughs> yeah. That would get shot down. Shoot. <laughs> oh, but yeah, that was my uh, statute. And then I uh, got a decent one on the, unless you got something you want to bring up. Send it. <clears throat> Let's see. Where did this happen at? California. Who to thunk it? California. Uh, burglary. Uh, one week before Christmas in 2017, California resident Jesse, ah, dang, what is it with these weird names? Berube or Beirube allegedly attempted an anti-Santa move by trying to sneak down the chimney of a local business to rob it. That's not going to end well. Instead, Berube reportedly got stuck and had to dial 911 for help. 
The Sacramento Fire Department showed up and cut Barub free, after which the Citrus Heights Police, that'd be a, a nice name for a police department, the Citrus Heights Police slapped him with one count of burglary and snapped a sooty faced mug shot of the suspect. Uh, I kind of cropped out, but he's got freaking soot all over his oh, face. Oh, yeah. He's loving that. Oh, I think I did have a screenshot of something I was going to read about on here. I was like, man, I need to save that. Uh, if I can. Man, where is it? I knew it was recent, too. I know it was recent. What, a stupid criminal? It was something stupid. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go. Uh, can I sue my beekeeper neighbor? This one was just, I snapped. But uh, anyway, can I sue my beekeeper neighbor? Every day I see my neighbor's bees flying around my garden, stealing the pollen or nectar from my flowers. <laughs> then the bees go back to my neighbor and creates honey. My neighbor then harvests the honey and sells it at Pepper Place Market for profit. I have never received so much as a jar of honey as compensation, and every day my neighbor, my neighbor's bees trespass and steal my flowers. I was stung once when I was a child, so I know how dangerous bees can be. The way I see it, this is equivalent to a person's dog coming into my yard to steal balls or tools and then gives it back to his owner and sells it for profit. profit. Do I have legal ground to sue? What types of things should I begin documenting in order to prepare for a legal battle? What would a fair settlement amount to if my neighbor doesn't want to take this to court? Thanks for the help. And this was on 8-26 of 2022. Did you make this up? No, this is a real, this is a real complaint. This is a real serious. Yes, this is real. He doesn't own the bees. Uh, it's definitely a civil matter. Is what I'm going to say. But this is this falls into the. I just want to document this. No. I just need a, be like, I need a case number. Wait a minute. Let me get this right. You want me to file a report over bees that you claim your neighbor has like trained to come over yes. and steal pollen from you. Yes. Pollen. Trained pollen. Am I understanding bees. what you're saying? Yes, exactly. <laughs> so do you got to trespass them one at a time? I would think you would have to trespass each every, and single, every one single one of them. How would you keep track of which ones you trespassed? I mean, you'd have to probably catch them and like label them or something. Ooh, could you imagine that report? Oh, man. that I would probably look at the person and laugh. And then when they just looked at me, I'd be like, oh, you're being serious? Oh, well, here, now I'm being serious. Get real. And I'd leave. Te technically, the queen would be the leader of them all, though, right? So couldn't you trespass her and it would fall back down? Or you would have to trespass every single oh, bee. Yeah, it'd be every single one of them. I would say the best thing, the best course of action would be to put some tall poles up and put some netting, you know, screen door mesh all the way around your property to keep the bees out. Yeah. Or move. No, because they'll just follow. Oh, yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? And it, I was, it was legit. It was real. I kind of want to go find that person's whatever and be like, are you being serious? Were you high when you did this? And, you know, somewhere out there is an attorney that would take that on. Oh, yeah. I mean, and he's probably thinking to himself, heck, yeah, I'll take it on. I'm going to charge him like 10 grand to do it. And then when we lose, be like, sorry. Oh, my God. 
what. Yeah, there's neighbor, there's actually attorneys giving the legal advice on can I sue my beekeeper neighbor. Are they saying yes? Well, uh, some of them, you know, probably will just to get the money. It says, uh, what are your damages and how much have you spent to offset the lost pollen? How are you going to establish which pollen grains were harvested by your neighbor's bees and which were harvested by others' bees? Or free-range bees. <laughs> and this... Oh, my gosh. Somebody said something about... Uh, uh, you'd have to demonstrate that his bees are harming your flowers. Since they aren't, you can't demonstrate damages. You have nothing to recover. Okay, good. So we got somebody out there with common sense. Well, they're probably thinking, God, what an idiot. But then they're answering in a professional manner. Oh, man. Hang on. That's a... This other guy says, I'm following. I've been trying to sue these GD squirrels for acorn larceny, but they never answer the summons. <laughs> Unfortunately, each instance of nectar theft is a separate act, and therefore separate suits must be presented. Unless you can sign up all the flowers to a class action, that's where the real money is. You would need to mark each individual bee in your yard so it can be traced back and its workload calculated. <laughs> Yes, that right there, that guy right there won the internet that day. <laughs> Dear next door, can I sue birds? Bastards keep stealing all my seeds, leaving nothing but droppings in exchange. <laughs> I love that one, stealing the acorns. <laughs> one could argue that the bees are keeping her effing flowers alive with their pollination practice, so maybe she should be paying the bees for their service, not the other way around. <laughs> Wait, it's actually the flowers that are being badly done by the bees here. The OP doesn't produce the pollen herself. The flowers do. Won't someone think of the flowers? Oh, my gosh. I'm, I was wondering what kind of interesting responses that person would get. Here we go. Wait, since the bees are providing a service on your property, are you properly compensating them for their work or are they working for free? It sounds like a lawsuit against your neighbor may be opening a honeypot of issues that might not be so sweet. I'm done. That's it. All right. Thanks for listening. We're out of here. Later. You've been listening to Code 0.5, the lighter side of police work. If you have ideas or suggestions for our show, we'd love to hear from you. Visit our website at Code05.co. That's Code05.co. And please consider making a donation at our Patreon page, patreon.com slash Code05. Be sure to use the digits 05. Thanks for listening to Code 0.5.